Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. Welcome to the Manhood Experiment. And today we're going to talk about how to transform your life from meaningful stories. Uh, we'll be looking at why social media isn't great for this and what are some examples of meaningful stories where and where to find them and how to adapt them to your core identity. Uh, we'll talk about the why and what are the benefits of doing this. Uh, but first, uh, let's do a round table. Um, with what you're grateful for. I have Big Dreams and J-Dragon with me. What's up? Um, you start off, T. Well, I'm I'm just grateful for um, you know, nature and good weather and 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 um I've been outdoors a lot um in the last couple of weeks and just been a really good uh, just a good balance from work work balance um to just leisure and just relaxation. So just always good grateful for nature and and um man, it's just like go out and go out and get some sun, go out and touch a tree, you know. So yes, sir. How about you guys? Um, man, I'm grateful for another year of life. Leo season, you know, y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful for my family, for my wife, for my daughter, and being able to provide, becoming more and more of who I want to be. So that that's what I'm grateful for. I like it. Yeah, J Dragon here. You know, I I, I too am. Also a, uh, a solar powered tree toucher. So I got to give a shout out to nature, uh, you know, but this gratitude message is brought to you by music. Sometimes I just have yeah. to sit back and I'm so thankful just for music, the sound of emotion that can amplify every situation, whether it's, you know, time with my family, cooking up in the kitchen or getting outside. Um, but yeah, it got to got to also give a shout out to my wife and my family for just bringing so much joy to life. Yes, sir. You know, there's a lot of gratitude to be to, to be out there. Get your slice. Share your slice. <laughs> yeah. All right. That. So and that segues straight into the this episode, you know. Oh, hold um, on. Hold on. I'm sorry, sure. T. Well, Before yeah. we do that, Go I got to okay. interrupt you. Yeah. August is probably the one of the most amazing months to have a birthday. So shout out to all the Leos, which includes us three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep. Big shout out to Leah for sure. And if y'all having a yeah. birthday out there, shout out to you too. Happy birthday. Make it a good one. Live your best life. Yep. Back to you, T. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this. All right. So, um, you know, first let's, let's talk uh, about why it's important to find meaningful stories in our lives. You know, um, we're bombarded by um, social media with flashy stories um, and some of those stories, you'll see a guy jumping off a cliff and then parachuting over a lake, and you'll see some super athlete doing some hard bursting exercise drill that you'll uh, you'll never do in your life, you know. So, um, we, I probably accept uh, maybe uh, J Dragon could do <laughs> could do it, but yeah. um, we also Dragon, have yeah. Can you can you bench press the couch while jump roping? <laughs> <laughs> It's tough, right? No, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't tried. It's on. <laughs> I haven't tried. 
But that's the sort of stuff we see on social media. And, and sometimes it's a bunch of fake stories, humor and shallow motivational posts. And I say shallow because here's a question for you guys. Do you remember uh, the motiv motivational quote you saw yesterday or the day before? Mm. It's hard, right? You know, it's, it's because, hard to lock them in sometimes. We see a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah, yes, write there them are down, stories that... But... Yeah. And, but sometimes there are stories that do touch us and move us a lot of times, but they don't have a lasting effect. What I'm talking about is um, meaningful stories in our lives. And, um, and the benefits um, is that they change the trajectory of, of our lives. That's how many, meaningful they are. Um, what happens if we identify so much with something in these stories that they become part of our, our identity. It might be the anti-hero, it might be the underdog, the coming of age father. Um, the benefit is, the real benefit is, it changes our belief about ourselves and what's possible. Um, and um, so, so the second question is, how do you go about finding meaningful and impactful stories and these life-defining stories in our lives? It sounds hard, but it's actually not. They're right in front of us. Between the noise and the garbage, they actually exist. There's, they exist in our past experiences, current experiences, movies, books, music, speeches, history, science. We just have to look. Um, look at, for example, a painting or a movie, not just for the entertainment value, but seeing a deeper meaning. They exist. Uh, and the key is to be an analyst. You know, Look through the world through a different lens. Seek deeper meaning. So I want to, I want to talk about a few stories. Um, let's let's do this. Let's go around the table and we'll share one story each, and then we'll do another round. And what we're looking to do is show the listener what the story is about. We'll paraphrase it. We don't want us to spend too long on the story. What attracted us to this story? How it moved us, and what is the what's the lesson, the takeaway? I'll give you a quick example, like Rocky. Uh, everyone knows Sylvester Stallone, his real life story, and and Rocky, the story itself, the story of a boxer going the distance. He was a million to one shot who became one in a million. So he was actually this random guy that Apollo Creed picked out to, cha uh, to fight. Apollo Creed was a champion of the world, and he just found Rocky and just decided to just as a as a show tournament, as a show match, just to fight this dude in, in Philly. And what I identified with this was the last round in Rocky Two. You know, they they had Stallone. Uh, Rocky was knocked out, and the timing was going. The, the count was on, and Apollo Creed is on the floor as well too. And it showed a man who was against all the odds who stood up and it rose to the occasion. So for me, that was a huge lesson, a huge takeaway. And I really, in time, I have struggled in my life. And I always remember that Rocky story and that I would repeat in my head whenever I go through tough times. And, you know, this guy, David Goggins, um, I don't know if you guys know him, but he talks about that story and how it changes life and how he become his own version of Rocky. And that's what we need to do is, is find the stories that moves us. It may or may not be Rocky, um, but find the stories that moves us where we become that that person or or that hero on um in in there so with that said uh who wants to go first with um with the, their share or their story 
I'll take that. I mean, I can totally, you know, pick up on the idea of, you know, we need to find those stories and find ourselves in these stories. And I think it just gives us hope and social proof that we can get through hard times. And I think that's something that we're attracted to going back to that whole idea of Joseph Campbell's idea of the hero's journey. And those types of stories give us the courage, you know, when our back's against the wall. You know, one that comes to my mind, you know, I've always been a fan of Elvis, you know, that that the original bad boy who was just authentically, you know, being himself, you know, unapologetically, you know, before that was a popular thing to do when what he was doing was so foreign. And I just watched the, you know, the newer Elvis film uh, that's got Tom Hanks in it, you know, the story about his his manager. And there's just, you know, there's there's darkness. It's a roller coaster in there. But, you know, the positive side is somebody who you know, transformed the entertainment business and broke a lot of, you know, different barriers for a new whole style of music that, you know, had all, all kinds of different influences. Hmm. Um, and I, I love that. I love when I put on a movie or hear about a story, that the obstacles that people overcome, because it's just naturally in me. And I don't know how I was raised. I think if somebody else can get through something great, I can borrow some of the inspiration. And so I seek those aha moments and stories. And Elvis was just a good example of, you know, he, his career probably never should have happened, but he, he pushed against a lot of different obstacles and just had a crazy amount of talent and charisma that had the right people around him to fertilize that and, and fuel his flames. Mm. And so I thought that was a recent one, you know, from that, you know, the film that I watched recently that really got me fired up. I see you right now, Jay. I'm looking at you right now. Yeah. And I'm like the energy that you already feel that inspiration. You're thinking about the movie and you're getting hyped. That that means that that was a good movie for you. Like yeah. that, that was the movie that was going to bring you down. Yeah. That's what's oh, up, I got man. chills. It's you know, and and the aha moments. You know, we we should seek aha moments, learning lessons in those stories that yes. we can can learn from people. I think on a regular basis, and and we got to look for those, and we got to also put ourselves in that narrative, in that story, and imagine us going through that. And I think that's something we can borrow. Yeah, I got one for you. I'm very similar in like uh, the movies that inspire me. One movie is uh, Forty Two. Everybody mm-hmm. knows uh, Jackie Robinson, the first uh, mm, yes. black man in uh, Major League Baseball. So it's just that inspirational story of me, like seeing myself in his shoes, uh, like Jay was saying, um, going through different obstacles where you're obviously not treated uh, fairly based on certain things you may not even be able to change about yourself. But pursuing, uh, keeping a humble head in tough times, keeping that integrity in moments where you're being challenged, like blatantly, how do you keep a cool head in these moments? And I apply that to being, you know, entrepreneur every day to day to day. And, you know, me and my personal story of coming up, how do you how do you get through this? And, And give us a little idea, insight into that movie. What's the gist of that story? So, um. If you don't know who Jackie Robinson is, definitely research because the story mm-hmm. alone will inspire you. Uh, Jackie Robinson is the first African-American in Major League Baseball. It shows his journey of coming from uh, the Negro League is what they called it uh, back in the day to him getting to a place to where he was able to actually be a part of uh, one of the 
most famous baseball teams that you know. But I want you guys to research it for yourselves and mm-hmm. uh, learn a story. And then just seeing how people react. Um, Even today in the Major League Baseball, I believe every April, every team wears the number 42 on their jerseys just to show the impact that he made as being the first black person in Major League Baseball. Just imagine what that was like in the 60s and in the 50s of just going through these different times, trying to be the person you want to be because you have this great talent. But because of where you come from or how you started or what you look like, yeah, people are you know, opposed to giving you the shine or the respect or the, you know, things that you deserve, the accolades. So you gotta keep, you know, stay humble. And how do you how do you stay humble in adversity? How do you persist through adversity? How do you stay um focused on the prize? And just seeing how he had his family just help support him and the strength of his wife is something I also grabbed that you would not often think about when you're thinking of this star you don't often think about the people around the star like uh-huh. jason was also saying who's mm-hmm. your supporting cast who are the people around you just going to support you when you're like i know what i'm supposed to be doing but this is tough this is hard how do i get through and just seeing people win in adversity is something that's always um inspired me and um i connect to that especially a lot of uh, black history movies yeah. definitely for me and even with the elvis and um jackie jackie robinson those two it's a it, the theme is against the odd it's 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 the mm. underdog it's 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 um it's, it's having to rise up against the external pressures um and i feel that's a the similar theme that you guys saw in in two very different people and two very different careers but it's amazing that you guys pull that out. And I think that's the, and that's the insight for, for our listeners. Uh, when you watch, a, it could be a totally different movie like Elvis versus the Jackie Robinson, or it could be a book that you see the, the deeper, the deeper meaning and, and the value you get from that. And the identity is like, look at these guys. They were against so much and, and yet still they became so much from that. And I think that's that's a great point there. Uh, I would I would go. Um, I'll share a, a story. I mean, I shared a Rocky as an example, but you know, there's a story by Phil Knight. He wrote the book, a beautiful book called Shoe Dog. And for me, it's one of my all-time favorites. It's a it's a struggle of a young man who traveled to Japan, and you know, he lied that he had a shoe company, and he he got a deal, and he started selling shoes in the U.S. He was broke for years and Bill Gates described this book as one of his top five favorite books of 2016, calling it, and I quote, an amazing tale, a refreshing, honest reminder of what the path of business success really looks like. It's a messy, Mm -hmm. perilous, and chaotic journey riddled with mistakes, endless struggles, and sacrifice. Phil Knight opens up in a few ways CEOs are willing to do. And for me, that was... I mean, Bill Gates nailed it when he said that because at that time I was going through a rough patch in my life and I identified with the story because it showed me to struggle in business was normal. It's normal to have uncertainty. It's normal to have mistakes. It's normal to, you know, just to be in a grind and you're trying to figure this thing out. It's 
all of that is normal. And what it also showed me was a possibility. This book showed me the possibility to rise up to the challenge. And I tell you, that book was a lifesaver. I was, I was willing to, I was at that time wanted to give up in business, um, mm -hmm. you know, just broke, um, uh, not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And I, and just like, oh, what am I going to do? And it's, it was a Christmas 2016 and I was just fall, uh, just free falling. And somehow I, I found this book, read it and man, I felt so inspired for the new years. It was just that book came at the right <laughs> time and the right story and the right, I get, I, I guess goosebumps just talking about it, just to tell you how moving that was for me. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's the thing. You don't want to read a book, uh, or, you know, you could read entertainment, romantic novels and, and health magazines and stuff. But that's the thing. Look for the stories that that would change a trajectory. Um, so that's that's my share. And that's the first round of stories here. And yeah. Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care and that little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. Uh, what do you guys have up next? I was another, you know, sweet one that maybe a lot of people are familiar with, but I reread it recently. Uh, was, you know, was the story of the alchemist, you know, and I think mm. finding yourself in that—that's the true hero's journey. You know, you're leaving your comfort to strive for something more because you have a taste of, you know, of greatness or whatever it is. And I think, you know, there's the quote that stands out. Uh, you know, that's when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you achieve it. And I think that's just. When, when you decide that there's something that becomes that's that important to you, it becomes your North Star and your compass. And there's going to be all these different times where you feel like everything's against you and you're feeling like it's just an uphill battle. But it, it's just about you keep moving forward and like you moving forward and taking action is going to get you out there, meeting people, getting feedback, getting experience, learning from that. And. It, but it's just part of the process. And I think it comes back to a theme that I talk a lot about is like, you know, nobody knows what they're doing at first. And it's like, if you, if you remember that, like that has to be refreshing and, you know, wherever you can find yourself in your current story, wherever it's at and, and think of that narrative of you'll, you'll continue to learn and get the help around you and the wisdom that you need. And you reach out for that and you keep trying, uh, you know, eventually you find your treasure. Very true. And Very learn true. a whole bunch of lessons along the way, and and so so what is the what is the what really struck you with the alchemist? What is the one thing that really struck you with that book? If you should, summarize. yeah, I think the big thing for me is you know this young boy leaves like th this comfort of 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 raising all of his his sheep, and he's tempted as he goes along his journey, and this is something that I see myself as like low-hanging fruit he sees opportunities where he you know he he loses all of his money and then he finds a temporary living of, of working at a jewelry store and it's a very comfortable living to be able to you know take care and support this you know this new family that he strives to have and yet he 
he realizes there's something more and he gets these messages that, you know, it's almost like he'll regret or resent it if he doesn't find what his true, you know, his true gift, his true passion is, his, you know, his story. He, he knows that it's out there. And that's a big realization is like, that's a lot of experience in life is when you realize that like all these tough, challenging moments are just giving us the experience for life to keep going. And we're going to get tempted to stay with things that are in our comfort zone. And those are the temptations and the tests that we have to continue to show up and realize that, you know, when we make up our mind and we go all in, the the world will open up and show us the way. And, and sometimes it, we feel so lost, but when we decide to do it, there's just some, you know, there's some, some powerful forces out there that, you know, that will keep you going. Yeah. Very true. And that's, and that's a beauty with uh, the stories, uh, powerful stories that reminds us of that. Yeah. What about you, dreams? What do you have? Yeah, Um, let's go. Mandela. Now, this wasn't a recent book I read, but this is a book I read. Maybe I was in college, and I was kind of losing my way a little bit. This was when I was my last years in school. And I read this book and learning about this man and um, learning about his journey. I picked it up again when I was starting my career in D.C. and everything. and. I would just read it every day on the metro, about an hour ride to work, an hour ride at home. And books like this kept me motivated in a tough situation. I had my nephews I was raising, uh, helping out at home. I was out by myself, moved back in with my mom. Just very humble time, right? This is like after I thought I was, you know, bachelor, I thought I was ready for the world. And then here I am back in the house, helping to raise my nephews. I got a job that I had to travel an hour and 30 minutes to work, hour and 30 minutes home to commute from the metro, get off the metro, take the bus, take the bus, walk about 15 minutes back to the house, get home, cook, homework. So like hearing this journey of this gentleman, Nelson Mandela, just inspired me so much that you can go through everything in the world, but if you are destined to win, you will win. I mean, this man was in prison, if you guys know the story. Um, one of the biggest pieces to this story is that he was in prison for 27 years. And mm-hmm. even in prison, he started to earn the respect of different workers and how people started to treat him. So no matter where he went, he still earned uh, almost like a common respect with the people he interacted with because he always remembered who he was. And then after, if you know the story of Nelson Mandela, he becomes president. And you're like, in what world has anyone who was incarcerated in a system been revered as someone worthy of being president and making the decisions for the government? Like, could you imagine that in the United States? (laughs) We were like, how? You know, we fought people for less. People get canceled for less. (laughs) And just to really have this story a part of his story, you know, became my story. And hopefully, you know, you think about it like, man, I hope my story will someday becomes his story. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just something that I I I, I was very inspired by. And I, I hold on to stories like this to kind of help me stay aligned with the purpose. And, hey, things are not done yet. Keep moving. There's more that needs to be done. There's more that you can contribute. You got a reason for being here. You're in a unique situation. Like, keep going. 
Yeah, and I love that story too. I I saw um, the movie Invictus uh, as well that mm. that had um, a, a little bit about him as well too. And the thing is, it's how he was treated. What I what struck me about Nelson Mandela and them always moved me is how he was treated, and yet still twenty seven years later, he came out as one of the most humble human beings you ever met, and against the odds, against, you know, racism, against, you know, against his values and beliefs, people, you know, spit on him and, and, and really ridiculed him and, and, um, suppressed him, oppressed him for years and, and just came out as the most humble being, kind being, um, a, a, you could ever imagine for a world leader. And to, mm-hmm. to me, that was the identity of, of kindness, of humbleness, of strength, that that really struck mm-hmm. me as from from that story as well about about Nelson Mandela. However, you read in a book or a movie, that guy has so much inspiration. Yeah. So let me uh, let me go. Um, Jay, you had anything to share about that or? No, I dig it. Yeah. Okay. So let me share my second story here. That I if, this was a movie called War of the Worlds. It was directed by Steven Spielberg. It starred Tom Cruise. And, you know, it's it, there was a lot of entertainment value. It's, it's Tom Cruise and his kids running from aliens. And the funny thing is, when I saw this first time, I was like, ooh, well, you know, the special effects and things being blown up. This was 2005, this came out. And, and the special effects is amazing uh, to this day. There's a <laughs> bridge being blown up by the aliens and... Tom Cruise running down the street, you know, he always likes to run. <laughs> and and uh, the legendary film critic Rod, Robert e- Ebert, he never saw the deeper meaning because I watched his review about the movie. He saw it as on a face value as an alien movie. Um, but when I watch this movie years later, obviously I am mature as a more mature person. I watch this movie and was it was a story about a coming of age father. It was Tom Cruise was his father who didn't care about his kids. And in the beginning, he was just like, uh, just living in, in just living however he lives, you know, and just going to work, just, just going through the motions. Kids would come over, didn't pay attention to them. And he had this poor relationship with them. And as the aliens attack and they start to run, Tom Cruise, he had his confrontation with with his with his son Robbie, and and he said Robbie just like blurted out, "I know you don't care about us, you don't love us, you just want to drop us off by mom so you could take care of yourself. That's all you care about is yourself." And you a little acting there too. Okay, okay, yeah. a little acting. Yeah. So I mean that 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 scene was very powerful for me. It's a very powerful image, it's still in my head, you know, mm. and. And I remember um, Tom Cruise, the, the, his character it, he played. It he started you started to see this realization that he was not a fa- he was not a caring father, and then you start to see a shift as the movie progressed and the, as as they as it kept running from these aliens, this, they, he started to care about them more, and it, he it just tapped into that that natural instinct part of. I, of trying to take care of the, his kids and trying to uh, prevent them from harm. It, it came down to that. And this <clears> raw fatherly love that came out and to the point where 
he was um Ravi was trying to run off to the army afterwards or later in the, in the movie to go to go fight with the army and Tom Tom Cruise like, held him back and Tom Cruise said looked at him in the eye and said uh you know I know you don't care about me um and I know you don't think I care about you but I love you and it was just a hard filled scene where you realize mm-hmm. okay Tom Cruise has shifted he has become he has become he has stepped up as the man that he should become the father that he should become and was just it, it was just watching that character arc the character from where he was to come down to the end of the movie how he matured in within a movie it's so hard to do that and it, that movie just captured it well and for me the, the, that touched me because it showed me what maturity is what coming of age is mm. and it showed me that we there's you know no matter what where we are in life we call all to rise up again that's a theme another theme that keeps coming up mm. rise up to the occasion become a better version of ourselves and that's so important for for that we miss that and i all yeah so i always value that movie i i see it as a as a more deeper story than what it is than a face mm. value there's the a story the the again the aliens attacking and they're running but the b story is is a true story about what what fatherhood is and what maturity is and what coming of age is so um yeah that's really great, good yeah that you were able to see uh, not just the entertainment value but actually get the the moral value um, i remember as a kid i was always reading books like every night my mom would pick a book and at the end of the book, she always asked me, all right, now what was the moral of this story? You know, mm-hmm. and as a kid, you li- you're listening and you're reading for the entertainment value because yeah. you want a good book. But I think that practice of her doing that, uh, similar to what you're doing now, T, has given me the uh, ability to practice one thing called a pattern recognition. Yes. Mm-hmm. To where when you see a, maybe the moral to the story or what's the reason for this, you can connect the dots to something else in life. And that pattern recognition grows and grows and grows. And honestly, that's how we learn. Like that's a sign of intelligence, right? Pattern recognition. Yes. But it's a skill. And I think just having moments to where you can pick out a good movie, sit back, relax, enjoy it. But then after, if that movie marinates, what you think about, you know, hmm, this is a Will Ferrell movie, but what can I really gain from this? <laughs> Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. Elf, Elf is a great movie too. It's a it's a beautiful movie. Will Ferrell and uh, Heart Heart Woman. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. <laughs> and when you say Will Ferrell, it's like, oh yeah, that was a great movie. Actually, that moved me as well too. Yeah, yeah. You know, get hard with him and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh yes, cool. It has it has meaning. It has purpose. I need to see. You that. know and. You see that over time, mm-hmm. but you know every movie does have a moral. Most of them, most of them. Some of them just silly, but S- some of them you have to look some for movies. it. Some of them you do have to look for it. Like War of the Worlds, uh, I had to. The yes. first time I saw it, it was like, whoa, amazing special effects, aliens, you know. <laughs> but it's just like you look deeper and just like, wow, that is the lasting effect. Mm. Yes, uh, yeah, sir. I think that's fun. I think when you watch things like that. Some of it is it is just entertainment, but you look for those little sparks of inspiration and motivation. You know, motivation is something that it isn't going to make things last. But if you can get enough of those sparks throughout the day, like they can help 
like when you see somebody else's story, you can immediately apply like how somebody overcame something or how they partnered up with somebody else to get the support that they needed. You know, that sometimes is enough if you're looking for that just to give you a new spark to get over that little bit of a hump until you start to create some momentum. And and I I think that's fun. I like that your mom instilled that lesson in you. It's something that we should try on. I mean, imagine, you know, just for a week, like with, you know, you do that all throughout the day. Just, you know, what's the lesson I took from this type of thing? That way you're never failing. You're constantly just in this learning mm. mode. And imagine how inspired you get if you looked yes, at sir. that also with curiosity instead of judgment. Like you see somebody and you're like, gosh, you know, they must have had it easy or they did this. Instead, like look at the inspiration and curiosity, like, mm -hmm. oh, I bet they worked really hard for that. And, you know, and, and they rose up to this occasion. And when you can find yourself in that, I think that you can just you'll you'll constantly be programming yourself to just call back on something that when you need a little extra like superpower to just push through. And I always think of the Pac-Man mm -hmm. analogy of we're just, you know, going around getting that little fuel and then you get that big little motivation and it speeds you up to be able to get to the next thing. You know, <laughs> and, and we need that sometimes. <laughs> you know, on a, on a daily basis to keep us going, whether it's with training um, or, you know, our, our business mm -hmm. pushing past that discomfort. And I like what you say uh, to, yes, to find sparks every in, in, in these things every day, because a lot of times it's so easy to settle as the victim mentality of, oh, these things I'm reacting, these things are happening to me in life. Uh, but when mm -hmm. you start viewing the world through a lens of, let me just look and find inspiration where 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 people don't even see it and find motivation find these stories that that moves us and the themes and and say like that story moved me and that's the identity i choose you know whether it's a rocky or or nelson mandela um yes it, it's, it's just find these stories and and the more you do that you get in the habit and jay was making this point the more you get in this habit of of doing that the more I, I think we begin to shift the way you think and your belief system and whether, whether, whether whatever situation you're in, I think that is, that's powerful right there. I think that's a great segue to end. I'm saying my little piece, but I'm going to bring it yeah. back to UT to close us out yeah. with the experiment of the day. Okay. Yeah. Cause sometimes you can get in the most where you just get in, woe is me. Right. And then you see something that inspires you. And then you look in the mirror, you're like, Oh, it's me. Now, you know, you're looking in this moment and you're like, I almost forgot who I was for a second. Let me get back on track because life is going to happen, you know? So um, bring it right back to UT. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the experiment of the day, man? So the experiment of the day is go watch, again, watch your favorite movie. The, do something that you, you already like. Go watch your favorite movie, read your favorite book. Or if you, if you saw a speech on the internet, uh, talk on the internet, uh, maybe it's a TED talk or something that you really like. Uh, go watch that again and write down what part of the story or what part of the speech or or the book that you identified with and why. And ask yourself, how did it make you feel? Write it down. Put it on a piece of paper and play that over in your over and over in your head again and imagine that's you. You know, it's like David Goggins becoming his own Rocky. You want to find that inspiration in your favorite book, your favorite movie, your favorite char character, and just really take that in and just just become the part, become that role, and see see how you feel. See, try it, try it for a week, and also just as as Jay Dragon said earlier, 
you know, there's the inspiration, look for those things every day. Uh, so that's a second part mm -hmm. of experiment. One is to watch it, read your favorite book, watch your favorite movie and find that. But the other part is just like, look every day you know, like through the lens of inspiration and find those stories every day that, that moves you. Jay, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I want to put a cherry on top of that. Yeah. You know, we, we talk a lot about like people don't know what they're doing at first until they get, get yourself going. And so when you're looking for this inspiration, you know, also tell yourself all around you on a regular basis, there's people out there with far less skills and opportunities that you had given to you that are achieving a lot of the goals that you aspire to have. And that we have to look at that as motivation because we can find the story in all of that. Like these people had something deep inside burning to fuel them. And I think that's just a good reminder because we'll look around us and be like, oh, that must be nice that they had these opportunities. But it's like you know, a lot of people are going out and getting their opportunities and making the most of it. And let mm -hmm. that inspire you when you're watching these stories to be like, oh, I can be that too. And I think if you have that narrative, like this is your story, you're living in it right now. How would you adjust the next chapter to get you closer to your ending? Like, how would you make this story worth watching? And, you know, that's, I think, a fun thing to add to the challenge. Just play that out for a minute. You know, like, you know, how would you rewrite the next chapter or write the next chapter? Because it's up to you. So true. Yep. So true. All right. And that's it. We'll see you on the next Manhood Experiment episode. Take care. Well, we out. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment.